He's Bambi's mom from the second half of the movie. Sunny. She's trans corpse and can't wait to transition. Faye. And welcome to... Gleal Me. A somewhat weekly show where we talk about... K-pop. Mental health. And whatever else we want. Because it's our show, Karen. <sighs> Today, we're going to talk about things that are underrated. Sort of like us. <laughs> That's a joke. Is it? Uh, and by the way, apologies because we are at a park, so headphone users be warned. <laughs> yeah, there's some kids in the background uh, swinging on some swings, and it's like... It's worse than the squeaky chairs from last week, so I hope the microphone doesn't pick it up. It didn't in our test, but we'll see. <laughs> so, the first segment is called The Fuck It Bucket. And I'm slamming on the table again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we listened to our, pod- our podcast from last week and realized that uh, we slammed on the table so much. And every time it happened, I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> because we warned you, we're the worst. We are. <laughs> There's no denying it. Ooh, I hope the wind doesn't like make it really bad either. So... Yeah. I'm just going to hold my sweatshirt up around the microphone. <laughs> just be forewarned. This is what you signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the fuck it bucket. So, I wanted to talk about my difficulty in my life right now, which is money and how I can't get a job. Because of my mental health, I'm not really able to work right now. And I sort of feel like the horse brought to the river or whatever about it, because not having a job isn't very satisfying, but it's still the situation that I'm in, Mm -hmm. and I have to do what's best for me. And there are some people being really helpful, and then others that I feel super misled by. And I'm just terribly indecisive about what will be best for me. Like, logically, I know that I am unable to work, but there's a part of me that feels like I'm a failure for not being able to, when that's no fault of my own, it's the fault of genetics and trauma. Uh, but I just kind of have to chuck it in the fuck it bucket and hope that everything works out. Yeah, and it honestly, that reminds me a lot of uh, something we're going to talk about later, which is anxiety. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, but yeah, and I kind of, you know, for my fuck it bucket this week, I'm going to talk about something similar since I also didn't really prepare anything again. It's like, I, I, I always have trouble. Um, but I also do not have a job at this current moment. I have had two jobs in the past. One was at an Applebee's that was severely understaffed. So I was not trained well. And my first day alone was on like a Friday night or something basically a time when they were super super busy and it just it was a mess and after that I had a panic attack in the parking lot and could never go back and then um yeah that lasted for two weeks by the way (laughs) um my uh second job was at a massage envy which I really did like that job I was basically a glorified cleaner they called me a spa back and I I would flip tables between clients and clean all the rooms I would do the laundry I would you know just make sure everything was clean and clinical because it is a medical um or like a actual like 
mm, I can't think of the word. Facility. Yes, a medical facility. Um, because there are they are licensed medical professionals there. Um, so I did like that job, but eventually, just like after a while of like, you know, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. All of a sudden, I realized I'm not doing fine, <laughs> and I had to call in and tell them that I was going to go to the to a. Um, in a partial program and possibly an inpatient program and they were really nice about it and understanding which was really good but um now I am left without a job because I ended up not being able to go back because straight from there I went from partial to inpatient to partial to doing ECT which is electric convulsive therapy not as scary as it sounds um and then back to partial and then I went straight into um Omni which is a uh, it's an eating disorder day program. It's like the only one we have here. <laughs> and I was there for nine months. And so I just didn't have any time to go back. I was in treatment literally from the time I stopped going to work. And I'm still, you know, getting treatment for things. And I know I can't handle a job right now. I did try to apply to like a library or something because it's, you know, something more low stress and whatnot. And it's really frustrating because like you said, it's like you feel like shit because you feel like, because everybody who sees you is like, well, you're able-bodied and you seem, you know, fine. So why, why don't you have a job like everybody else your age? And it's like, well not like everybody else my age you just can't see it because my problems are not necessarily visible all the time (laughs) yeah so that's something i just need to chuck in the bucket bucket um is you know what what i'm what specifically i'm chucking in the bucket bucket (laughs) is how people see me and um their expectations of me and I know it's going to be hard to do that, but I'm working on it. <laughs> and that's all we can really do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I hope everything works out eventually. Ugh. So that brings us to positive self-talk, which we researched this. And how sad is it that we have to research how to talk positively to ourselves? <laughs> uh, but we do. And anyway, I found this article on this website called Psych Central, and it's by Marie Hartwell Walker, who is a doctor of education. There's a child running by and getting water. And the article is about seven things mentally healthy people tell themselves. And these are, one, I am lovable. Two, I am capable. Three, most other people are lovable and capable too. Four, success comes from doing, which I feel like she's attacking us after our fucking bucket. <laughs> uh, but then uh, five is challenges or opportunities. Six is it is only human to make mistakes. And seven is I have what it takes to cope with change and to make changes. That's, that's a major one. Yeah. I think. Like that, that is not easy to do. Yeah. And I brought I brought a little paper I got from my therapist, and I'm not sure. I mean, it's 
ways to develop resilience because it's people who have the most success in therapy and in um uh and in um i'm blanking and in just like recovery in general have a good have good resilience and um here's i mean the 10 ways that this paper lists are one makes make connections and build your social support network and i cannot stress enough how important that is seriously there's a loud car going by um (laughs) just even because especially finding people who understand but won't drag you down Mm -hmm. like people who are in recovery that don't want recovery aren't necessarily the best people to get involved with because they're going to be upset with you for wanting to get better and kind of uh yeah it's just better to to find somebody who is also who is not necessarily enthusiastic about recovery because sometimes recovery sucks but find someone who is trying just as hard as you are to um to get better or to help or to help themselves deal with their traumas and the things they have to deal with every day and finding people outside of that network too because you don't want all of them to be you know basket cases (laughs) yeah to put it lightly um so just like if you have a good relationship with your parents they can be good um and if not definitely don't um find you know good friends who understand that they might not understand what you're going through but they're willing to help and accept you and you know if you're involved in a church maybe you know like pastors or you know people who church leaders i i'm not involved in the church scene so i have no idea how that kind of thing works but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah but just like you know it's just just find people to help you out (laughs) you know you don't have to do it alone um and number two is avoid the tendency to view crises as insurmountable challenges at me next time god (laughs) (laughs) that's funny because i also have the same exact problem where it's like it can be something super minor and then all of a sudden i'm just like okay well my life is over this is it this is the end exactly and um viewing it as like okay this is this is the crisis right now what can i having a how can i get through this mindset rather than what did i do to deserve this mindset i guess that's Um, good i like that (laughs) Uh, three is accept that change is natural and un- and an unavoidable part of life. That goes back to what that other lady that you s- that you said. Was. Yeah, that was Dr. Marie Hartwell Walker. Yes. Um. So yeah, change is inevitable, and I feel like that's a lot of the times where people kind of get scared of recovery is because it's such a huge change from what you've known your whole life is just constant struggle after struggle and then if you start feeling better you're like 
wait a minute, wait a minute, I don't know what I'm doing now. Who am I, you know, like, what's going on? (laughs) And so uh, change can be absolutely terrifying in that sense. Um, Number four is move towards your realistic goals. yeah, it, I that with that one is it's pretty self-explanatory. I wouldn't say you know I want to be recovered by next week or you know just break it down into little chunks. I want to make my bed tomorrow. I want to do my laundry sometime this week. I want to eat at least two meals a day. I want to you know just stuff like that. Little things move towards your realistic goals, and eventually those things will become habits, and those things will you know stop being so difficult to achieve on a daily basis well that's the hope at least um take number five is take decisive action that you take decisive action that will help you face your challenges (laughs) and that's kind of reminds me of what i talked a little bit about last week was opposite action um but in the end you do have to be the one to get up and and do these things like nobody's going to you know sling you over their back and say all right let's go you have to be the one to to pick yourself up off the ground you know i mean you ha- even if you do have a social net social network a social support network <laughs> um yeah number six look for opportunities that promote self-discovery That one's really cool. I like that one because, you know, self-discovery is always just, you're always going to be discovering parts of yourself you didn't know you had or um, allowing yourself to express those things. Because I guess for me recently, um, it would be just kind of like, stop stop thinking that people are going to judge me for the things I like. And then just kind of not caring what people think because a lot of people my friends joke about me liking k-pop but it's good it's good natured you know and i was always like afraid to quote unquote come out (laughs) about that just because i know how people especially americans who like k-pop are seen (laughs) um but you know i just was just honestly just kind of like fuck it and moved on uh seven nurture a positive view of yourself and your abilities and this is where you can apply the um those seven things that uh mentally healthy people tell themselves just positive self-talk things yes yeah so basically affirmations you know put sticky notes up on uh mirrors put sticky notes on doors on places you're gonna see them you know in your refrigerator on your coffee pot on you know your plants when you water them or whatever like just wallpaper your car with sticky notes and just guess (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) um uh, um, keep things in perspective and in context and which goes back to number two i think yeah 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 which is avoid the tendency to view things as crises or to view crises as insurmountable challenges because it's like 
okay, I've been through worse, or this is something I haven't been through before, but how can I, you know, but what else is going on around me that may be causing this or exacerbating my problems and making them seem worse, you know? Um, And I hesitate to say this, but sometimes comparing your problems to other people's problems can be helpful. It does not invalidate them whatsoever. I want to stress that because that's, that's why I hesitate to say that is because if you it's almost like some people say well there are people dying in this other country that and it's it's like yeah that's horrible and it shouldn't be happening but it doesn't make your pain or what you're going through any less real doesn't make it not exist so um yeah I don't know uh number nine Maintain a hopeful outlook on life. <laughs> um, and it's, it sounds... It's tough. It sounds silly, but it's, and it's, it is very, very tough. Especially if you're, you know, either relapsing or just having a, a depressive mood swing or something like that. Um, it can help to just, I guess... You know, if you're in the tunnel, look at the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I've been to the point where I'm like, I feel like I'm in the tunnel and everything's collapsed around me and I'm underneath a whole bunch of rubble, so I literally can't see anything. (laughs) There's no light there. But then, um, someone, I can't remember who I was talking to at this point when I was describing that, but they were like, well, you just start picking stuff off yourself, you know, shoving things away and and digging yourself out, I guess. And I was like, "Eh, fair enough. As as much as my like negative brain was like, no, we we're doing that. We're, we're depressed right now or whatever. Um, and number 10, simple, just take care of yourself. Like just take care of yourself you know like you can put yourself first and it's not selfish um and some people will try to tell you that it is but it's not to a certain extent (laughs) you do have to be aware of when putting yourself first is is uh going into narcissism (laughs) rather than taking like self-care so but yeah just you know there's a little picture of a coffee cup so if you like coffee take coffee um you know make sure your physical health is doing all right get a checkup if you haven't had one in a while just to make sure even if you don't feel any if you don't feel bad or anything um just even if you don't feel well enough to take a walk just go outside and sit for a while um, the weather here is getting better. There's actually spring weather this this week. It's actually nice outside. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Instead of the... Um, Hence why we're in a park. Yeah. <laughs> well, that and the study rooms were all taken to the library. <laughs> yeah, damn people having to do their studying. Gross. <laughs> Gross. College. 
<laughs> yeah, and then they said, and then at the bottom here it says four themes of resilience training. There's resilient thinking, effective relationships, managing emotions, and building on strengths. And those are, you know, the resilient thinking I think comes in with like all of the the 10 things I listed before, but yeah. So maybe we'll get into those Sometime. on another podcast. Yeah, because I've already been long-winded. <laughs> My apologies. Now let's start talking about some K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're doing underrated K-pop groups this week. Well, not groups, because we have a couple solo artists, I think. Yes. Uh, so the first one I had was CLC. And they were formed by Cube Entertainment in 2015. They consist of Sunghee, Yujin, Sungyeon, Sorn, and Yiyun. Uh, their name is an acronym of Crystal Clear. They debuted with their title track, Pepe, off of their mini album, First Love. And then members Elki and Unbin were added to the group in 2016, with Unbin having been a contestant of Produce 101. Uh, the group has go- undergone many concept changes, with their eighth mini-album, Number One, and the title track, No, being their first ever win on a music show. And we were talking about their newest single, Me, which I think Me really stands up to their last con- comeback. It's fun, it's catchy, it bangs, and it's about your differences being what makes you beautiful and special, which kind of goes along the same lines of their last comeback as well. Cute. Yeah, I don't really know a whole lot about CLC. I knew they got really popular because of Hobgoblin. um, Because a lot of people really like that song. Um, I... As far as I know, I like them. I haven't... uh, I haven't really listened to them enough. And I know I'm terrible because... Sunny took the time to listen to the artists that I chose. But... (laughs) um, I... Yeah... I'm just, like, a terrible person. So, anyway, go on. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> <laughs> Me yeah. talks about ways to develop re- resilience. Take care of yourself. Think positively. Calls, calls myself <laughs> a terrible person 30 seconds later. <laughs> but that's just us as people, though. So, you know. Uh, so then, the second one is one we both really, really like. It's yes. Dreamcatcher. Oh my god. And they were formed as Minx in 2015 with members Jiu, Sua, Sion, Yuyun, and Dami. And the group didn't find much success under this formation. Thank so, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> the only which, time I'll say failure is like, thank goodness. Which, honestly, if you listen to Minx, don't listen to Minx. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, they. Sorry to anybody who liked that. But you're wrong. (laughs) But uh, they reformed as Dreamcatcher in 2017 with new members Handong and Gayon. And uh, it introduced us to a new rock-based sound with their title track Chase Me off of their debut mini-album Nightmare. That is... Do we need more, like... (laughs) Okay. I know there is a lot of variety in K-pop, which is awesome, but like, there's a lot of variety in the pop side of things. 
so it's like getting a rock based sound it's like whoa where did this come from this is awesome yeah agreed okay so it's gonna get quiet now because it started raining but we're in this little hut so we are safe yeah there's no kiddos around anymore and i don't think good because i don't like kids Um, (laughs) there are little gremlins running about (laughs) don't feed them after midnight don't feed them after midnight listen like okay i say i don't like kids and i don't but i'm not gonna be mean to a kid (laughs) be well i'm gonna be mean to their parents (laughs) (laughs) i just started thinking of that um that vine that's like what if there was a child right in front of you and it cuts to this guy going oh and like knocking a kid over oh my god there's a cat (laughs) (laughs) it's it just got went behind look at hi kitty oh my god come here oh my god the squeak (laughs) hey kitty kitty I can't believe this is really happening. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. Oh, you can cover out of the rain. Yeah. Oh, baby. I just gotta leave it alone. <laughs> I'm trying to get it to come over. <laughs> I'm gonna get rabies. <laughs> Worth it. Where'd it go, baby? It went over there. Okay. Do we have any... Is there a thing that I can pour water in for it? No. Not really. We're super professional guys, but hey, it's a cat. Holy sh... I'm sure it probably has... Yeah, you can probably hear the rain now. Yeah. This entire episode might be scrapped. (laughs) Faye is going to give the cat water. <laughs> she did not want your water. <laughs> it went over and sniffed it, and then it went, fuck that! <laughs> so. Oh my god, it's getting so fucking loud with the rain. <laughs> Should we pause and yeah. then go in to my car? Yes, yes, we should. Okay. ASMR rain sounds. Do you hear that? It's rain. And we're back. So we were talking about Dreamcatcher, and we were going to talk about Piri, which is their latest release off of the album End of Nightmare. Yes. 
and I love the Peary melody playing throughout the song. I think this is a brilliant end to their Nightmare era, and I hope the new era they're beginning with, uh, their next release, holds up to this one. Mm-hmm. I also, I kind of want them to change up the sound, but I also really, really attach to the rock sound. Yeah. So I don't I know mean, what they're going to do. There's definitely ways that you can change up a rock sound. I mean, if you listen to rock bands then like there's there's ways that you can change up the sound like god so i'm gonna out myself here's a real emo kid but like if you listen to early pierce the veil versus like their most recent album misadventures it's totally different but it's still the same you know it's still pierce the veil but um yeah and like for Dreamcatcher. I also wanted to shout out their cover of uh, Big Bang. Uh, yes, Big Bang song, um, Bang Bang Bang, and it is like I l- just—it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I hate that um, a lot of times, and I also have to give a huge, huge like huge amends to whoever their choreographer is because they um they're one of the few girl groups that have like really like powerful powerful choreographies you know what i mean because a lot of them kind of they're just because of the concepts they're limited to cuteness or because of the outfits or the heels they wear they're limited to their, their movements are limited too and um Dreamcatcher just is just like they just go and at it and it's awesome and that's why their cover of Bang 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 is so good it's a powerful choreography and they nail it I agree yes so then third up is Bandit with a V instead of an A and uh sounds like Paris (laughs) with a V instead of an A that's a that's a Bandit (laughs) like (laughs) Well, they were formed in 2019, that's this year, guys, with um, members Yeon, Jungwoo, Songhee, Simyoung, and Sungun. And they made their debut with the title track Hocus Pocus off of their single album Bandit, Be Ambitious. And they came back in May with their digital single Dramatic. And a couple thoughts on Dramatic. I love the center's hair. Hmm. Uh, most of their voices are lower in pitch and more open and chesty, which is really rare for K-pop, where they usually gravitate towards more bright sounds. And then the song sounds like it was perfectly tailored for them, too. Oh, yeah, I was going to say something about, like, kind of like how Dami's voice sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is only their second release, but I'm really excited to hear more from them. And... I know it's only their second release, but I decided to include them on the list because when they debuted, they didn't receive the same amount as hype of hype as Everglow or Itzy, and I think they may be even more deserving than either group. Yeah, I have never, I've, I haven't heard any of Bandit. It is on my, I have a playlist on my YouTube of. Uh, Korean songs or Korean pop or just because it's not limited to just pop but Korean music that I want to check out and that is on my list (laughs) yeah and then the fourth one that we were going to talk about is In Fact In Fact okay 
So they were formed by Star Empire Entertainment, and they're composed of Jaeup, Teho, Jian, Sang, and Eunjae. They debuted in 2016 with their single Lollipop and its title track. They most recently came back in 2019 with their single Only You. Um, Your thoughts about Only You? Uh, My thoughts are that this song is super catchy, but I can't say it's my favorite of theirs. I agree. I'll definitely be downloading it, though. Uh, The video, however, is very, very cool. Yes, I agree. I only watched the video once, though, but um, I definitely agree that that it was something that I would watch again. Um, I have almost their entire discography, if I'm, I think, and my favorite song that they've come back with is Na Na Na. Uh, I just really like the kind of low, uh, the, the like kind of low key um, bop sound, um, and just it's. It's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> they have a really cool... I think they, they did a uh, performance version of the music video, too. Um, and I think because they don't have a lot of funding, their music videos are a little bit l- more low budget, and they're kind of, like, uh, seem more less... or more self-made. At least their more recent stuff has, because um, Lollipop was definitely up there in production and so was tension up tension up is such a fun song um i love the song the light as well and feel so good is probably like one of my other favorites it's my it's probably my second favorite after na 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 and something i want to say about impact is that they're like very um very progressive i guess and they're not like afraid to say that kind of thing where um there was one time where young jay was uh on like v live or something he was on a live with a bunch of fans and was asking stuff like stuff that he should do and um a bunch of people because a lot of times fans are mostly girls but they were like nail art and he was like "Ooh, write that down that sounds fun and then um someone else was like do some crafts or something like that and and he read another comment that said isn't that a little girly and he was like girly he was like and he said i can't remember exactly what he said but he said he said why is it why does it matter if it's fun and it's fun and you like it do it and i was just like nice because there are some just some guys and guy groups that are like afraid to do stuff for the sake of not seeming manly to the fans and they they just like don't really care about that and if you've ever seen any of their interactions together they definitely are not afraid of skinship <laughs> and yeah and i also and also had um long hair for a while or it wasn't as long as like um um Zhanghan from Seventeen was, or as long as Ren from New S was, but it was like definitely longer and long enough to like put in a ponytail. And people were like, "When are you gonna cut your hair?" And he was like, "I don't know." He was like, "I like it long, so I'm gonna grow it out." He did end up cutting it though, but for his own reasons and not because the fans were pressuring him to. So it's like he does. They they do what they want, 
because they want to do it and not for the sake of other people. And that's one thing that I also that really like about them is their personalities. Cool. <laughs> that's I don't I don't have really any thoughts on impact of yeah. the cool. I know. Uh so then the next one we picked we both like is uh N Flying. And they're formed by FNC Entertainment in twenty thirteen with rapper, vocalist, guitarist, and pianist Lee Sung Hyu, guitarist Cha Hoon, drummer Kim Jae Hyun, and bassist Kwon Kwon Jin. And they debuted in Japan in 2013 with the digital single Basket, and in Korea with the title track Awesome. In 2017, they added Produce 101 contestant Yu Hui Sung to the group as the main vocalist. And in 2019, Kwon Kwang Jin left the group due to allegations of inappropriate behavior online. Oof. Yeah. Uh, most recently, the g- group came back as a four-member group with High Fly, uh, Fly High Project Number Two and Number Three, and their most oh. recent single is Spring Memories. Uh, which oh yeah, I haven't listened to that yet. It's a really laid-back track for N Flying. I think you would really like it, actually. Yeah. And uh, I love the vocals, and there's a supplemental whistle in the background of the verses, and I really like that. And then the uh, the movie is really cute. Yes. Okay, so I discovered them from the song Rooftop, and I I feel like a lot of people discovered them through this song because it was probably the one that got the biggest. Um, and it's just, it's really catchy, it's fun, and it's got a little bit of that rock sound that you don't really find in K-pop as much as well. Because this is like an actual band band. Like, they have, like guitarist drummer stuff like that and they also like if you've ever seen their song hot potato or like which is so fun that one's my favorite it's so dorky and i love it like they don't like they they don't take themselves too seriously you know what i mean like they take they take it um you know they take they take the music seriously but they don't take themselves seriously yeah so they're able to have fun while still um, you know, creating quality music. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So then I'll let you talk about this one. Okay, since. so this is The Rose. This is... Okay. Um, they were a popular indie band known as Windfall when they were first formed, um, composed of lead vocalist and electric guitarist Wu Sung. His, his American name is Sammy. He goes by both, but I guess a lot of people will really mainly call him Sammy. Um, the main vocalist, keyboardist, and electric guitarist Do Jun, which is Leo. Drummer and sub-vocalist Ha Jun, or Dylan. Um, those two don't really use their American names. Um, and bassist, sub-vocalist Jaehyun, or Jeff, he doesn't use it either. It's pretty much Sammy, Dojun, Hajun, and Jaehyun. <laughs> um, and I think that I'm pretty sure the four of them didn't come together until it was just it was just Sammy and um, Hajun or Dojun. I'm not sure which one. 
but it was just the two of them at first, and then they met the other two, and then they formed um, the Rose. They're, they're what, who they are now. Um, they achieved new fame with their first official debut, Sorry, following their signing with JN Star Company and their name changed to The Rose in 2017. They most recently came back in 2018 with their single She's in the Rain from their second mini album, Dawn. And there's a little bit of like controversy there that came up because the original um, video for that song uh, apparently featured um, photographs from Jong Hyun's Instagram and people were like really upset about it and the band didn't know because they um, for, they you know did the music video and performed and whatnot and then the editors were the ones who, who put like the extra stuff like that in and so out of respect for Shaw Walls and for Shiny, they uh, took it down and put up a different music video, despite you know like losing the views on it and the technically like popularity on it. And they were like you know just really respectful about it. And a whole bunch of Shiny fans came to the uh, the new music video and were like, "We don't blame you guys, you know like." <laughs> thanks for being really or being respectful and stuff like that and it was really sweet and yeah but yeah i see you have some thoughts on shoes in the rain i do i uh so i listened to it and i thought they're really really strong lyrics and vocals i love the imagery of the lyrics and then am i getting it right that this is a song about comforting a girl who's suffering from suicidal ideation or self-harming urges you know because see that's kind of what i got too and that combined with the you know uh whole music video takedown bit like because it's like oh how i'm blanking on the melody right now but like it's like if you want to hurt yourself something like it kind of blatantly references it yeah and um so that's kind of what i i got from it as well but yeah uh and then the floating harmony part above the final chorus is just beautiful Mm. it's really good i i first listened to this um this album (laughs) <laughs> which I, I mean not ironically but like very fittingly um in the rain i was driving uh to treatment which was it's like it was like a 25 to 30 minute drive to treatment every day and uh <laughs> i and it had just come out so i put it on and i put the album on and listened to the whole thing all the way through and it just like it was so every song was just so good to me like i just i loved it and um i really liked the song insomnia uh or pulmyeonjung if if you're uh an american trying to pronounce korean um (laughs) but yeah i just i don't know i liked it all and 
it was just Sammy's voice in particular. Um, most of them can sing really well, actually. And But Sammy's voice in particular, he, like, has this little waver in his voice, like a, like a, ugh. I don't know how to describe it. Like, if you've ever heard the song by Marina and the Diamonds, I'm an, I am not a robot. Yes. There's, like, a part in there where her voice does this thing, and, like, his voice does that thing, too. Okay. <laughs> the, you don't pick up the phone when it ring, ring, rings. Yeah, and yeah. it's, like, yeah. It, 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 yeah, and it just, it works for him. Like, some people wouldn't be able to pull it off, but it really works for him, I think. And um, they have... They do like covers of they get their inspir- their uh, inspiration from um, from Brit rock bands, so that's why their sounds a bit like a like Brit rock. So like they they like Coldplay and um, the Script and stuff like that, and they've covered Break Even and uh, Yellow and just and other like song popular songs like that, and they do a really good job, and it's it's like. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love them. They're my boys. All right. Oh my God. So then the seventh group is called Card, and that's with a K. And they were formed by DSP Media in 2017. They are a uniquely mixed gender group, which is really uncommon. Yes, it really is. Uh, and they're composed of JSEF, BM, Soman, and Jiwoo. Uh,. Before their debut, Soman was a member of the girl groups Purity and April. Uh, Purity disbanded, and then uh, she was part of April, but she left the group to s- decide. She decided she wanted to pursue other opportunities, and yeah. she's been with Card ever since. So I was going to say, I have one song by the April, and I had never heard of Purity before. And yeah. So I was like, where did that come from? Yeah, they I were together was- for like a year. Oh, uh, yeah. I knew she was a member of April, but... Yeah. Uh, they released three digital singles before their official debut with Ola Ola in 2017. And their latest release is the digital single Bomb Bomb in 2019. Nice. Which... I, yeah. I was going to say, I did see that come up in my... Um, well, recommended, but I... I'm a terrible person again and didn't listen to it yet. <laughs> well, I don't think you're a terrible person. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love this song. Uh, I think that the the song is a great example of how to properly distribute parts, mm. uh, which we talked about last week with yeah. Wiki Mickey, which mm. we were not happy with. Uh, but it's very even with the parts, in my opinion. And then it's interesting that Jacef has been given a simply vocal part because he and BM are normally rappers, if hmm. I remember correctly. But I think he sounds great and it works. Uh, BM's rap is awesome. I love the sort of yelled rap sound and how he brings it down into a regular rap by the end of it. Mm. And then yeah, well, that's something that that is really hard to nail. I think is the yelling rap sound because mm-hmm. a lot of times if it's like a yelling rap, I'm like, oh my god, I don't really like this very much. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and uh, Soman and Jiwoo sound great as always, and I enjoy how different their voices are on this song. Mm. Like Soman has a brighter sound while Jiwoo sings from her chest. And it's not always so easy to tell them apart in their other songs, 
but I think this track could be the start of a trend leading to some real recognition for them. Nice. And then we're going to let Lin- uh, Faye take this one. <laughs> okay, so Cream. He, okay, yeah, I love this. Because, again, his uh, music is not uh, pop. It's more indie, like, laid back. Um, so his, his actual name is Kim Do-hun. Uh, I'm not sure what the Hangul is, so it could be Kim Do-hun. Uh, Hoon. <laughs> uh, he uses the stage name of Cream. He's been in and out of four different agencies where he admits he's been asked to be an idol, but refused due to his need to tell his own stories. He officially debuted in 2016, according to Spotify, with Dala off of his album, Talking to the Moon. And he most recently came back with You Can Take My Youth Away, But You Can Never Take My Dream Away in 2018. Which I haven't listened to yet. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I have... I really like it. I've listened to all of... Um, Talking to the Moon, Dala, and um, Mirror, um, which is my favorite song, Mirror is, by him. (laughs) Um, The rest, yeah, and I, because I know he releases a lot of, like, um, uh, solo produced, um, unreleased demos or whatnot on his, um, on his YouTube channel, which is Kim Cream. And, uh, I just haven't, like, taken the time to actually listen to him all yet. Like, I've, everything I've listened to from him, I have liked. So, it's really, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm expecting to like it, so. Okay. Well, my thoughts on, uh, You Can Take My Youth Away, But You Can Never Take My Dream Away, were, I think that the lyrics are really powerful, and this seems right up your alley, because it's, like, a chill bop. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. A chill bop. Yeah, I like it. Because, like, his his songs um, kind of give you this sense of, like, or at least from Talking to the Moon and Mirror, those ones uh, give you a, this sense of kind of, like, sadness, but, like, calmness at the same time. And I don't know. It's, like, I don't necessarily feel sad when i listen to those songs but if you're feeling sad those are songs that you can listen to <laughs> um dala is a little different it's a little, little bit more intense in the ha, musical dala song is different ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> dala means different everybody yeah it's a conjugation of different in korean <laughs> um but oh my god there's a calico over there um sorry there's like this, this is just Faye's best day. This oh my is, god! She's met two cats so far. She's living her best life. And there's, uh, there's. I saw another cat over there too. There's cats everywhere in this park, and I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> the other one let me actually um, g- give it some pets, and uh, it was super sweet and just very enthusiastic about it. It was, it was, like. shoving itself up against like corners to get some rubs and i'm like i love you so much and i'll post the video on twitter or something 
I love it. Okay. Um, so anyways, about Kareem. <laughs> I th- actually, I think that was it. I think we were going to move on to our psychos segment. Yeah, so this is our segment that we didn't get to the last time we recorded. Yeah. It's called Psychos because <laughs> we're hoes. And we're psychos. <laughs> uh, so this, this time we're talking about anxiety. So we'll go into some common symptoms of anxiety real quick just so you have like the logic based side of it and then we'll actually talk about anxiety and our feelings about it and stuff yeah uh so common symptoms include stress that is out of proportion to the stressor and inability to set aside worry and restlessness these can also manifest with hypervigilance and irritability a lack of concentration racing or unwanted thoughts impending feelings of doom Mm. and can influence your physical health as well with fatigue restlessness sweating nausea and it can even lead to heart palpitations and ulcers yeah um a lot of people who have anxiety attacks or panic attacks for the first time and they've never really experienced it before end up going to the emergency room because they think they're having a heart attack and that's how that's how much it it affects your physical health as well as your mental health it's because it is you know it's it, the especially the heart palpitations and the the impending feelings of doom people people say that they 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 kind of get this thought spiral um this rumination on i'm going to die i'm going to die i'm going to die and that combined with the heart palpitations and the like you know dysrhythmia they're like i'm having a heart attack and i need to go to the emergency room right now and then they're like oh no you just had an anxiety attack which is kind of like bullshit they're like it's just an anxiety attack and it's like bullshit you don't know what i (laughs) yeah i was literally dying a second ago so thanks uh but yeah i had Anxiety is super fun. Oh, very much so. Uh, In order to describe my anxiety, uh, mine's kind of like being in a room in, like, a fireproof suit, but everything around you is on fire, Mm. and you know you're safe because you're wearing that fireproof suit, but at the same time, everything is still on fucking fire, and that's really disconcerting. And then the anxiety meds that I'm given are like one of those toy squirt guns. Everyone knows the kind (laughs) that they were like, they don't even like, they're too small to even like fit in your hand correctly. It's just like the sad little like. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, So my anxiety meds are like that when I really need a fire hose. Yep. I have that problem as well with like the whole. Like, I, first of all, I really love that analogy. That's, like, r- that's pretty accurate. Like, um, especially the to- the meds being the toy squirt guns when you need a fire hose. Because, like, my anxiety meds have never, ever been, um, have, have never well managed, have never had my anxiety. Jesus, I can't talk. Um, I've never been able to manage my anxiety well. And, like, I'm not expecting a fix-all. Like, that's just unrealistic. There's no such thing as a fix-all. Yeah. Meds are no meds. There's no such thing as a fix-all. The meds are, are kind of like... 
it's kind of like medication to a mentally ill person is like crutches for someone with a broken leg. Yeah. Or a wheelchair for somebody who can't walk. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's, uh, it's essential that, and you need them, but it doesn't make, you know, everything all better. So for me, I have quite a bit down for anxiety. So for my, my personal experience and symptoms, and some of these are also very common, but, um, so I have shaking hands although my hands shake without anxiety to be honest um but they shake even worse when i have anxiety um extreme apprehension and procrastination same which which is kind of caused by a fear of failure um that's a common anxiety for a lot of people i feel like and that's why people who are high who like are high achieving in school and in like um educational settings have are so bad with procrastination (laughs) um i clench my jaw and grind my teeth i unknowingly tighten my muscles like i'll just like just kind of seize up almost unknowingly um fidgeting like i bite squeeze or uh, for for the biting thing i have um necklaces that I got from um shoot what is oh the store is an Etsy store and it's called choose me c-h-e-w-s choose me um and they have very inexpensive chewable like necklaces and jewelry um and I've gotten uh four different things of them I think and I got one for my sister as well um they're made um they're designed for like autistic people with uh for stimming and stuff but they also help people with anxiety as well who like for me like I have issues with clenching my jaw and grinding my teeth so um I channel it my, that, that energy elsewhere into biting a you know something that's safe to bite something that's safe to um use as you know a uh, an alternative um so with the fidgeting i'll do biting i'll squeeze hard or textured objects like ear my earrings i mess with my earrings all the time i'll use the the uh the back posts and i'll poke them into my thumbs um necklaces or other jewelry just basically anything that's kind of hard and textured um like a worry stone for example would be something that like you could use for for that um sometimes i have a physical inability to step outside my house or my room or even get out of my bed um i've experienced that as well yeah Sometimes the anxiety doesn't lessen once I face the anxiety, what's causing the anxiety. Because a lot of times, you know, it's like you're anxious about something, but once you go and do it, you're like, okay, this isn't so bad. And that happens, I I do experience that where it's like, okay, if I push through, it'll be okay. But sometimes when I push through, it's still just like, I want to go home. I need to go home immediately. Otherwise, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to have a panic attack. And that's happened to me a couple times. And Mm -hmm. um, so that's never fun um 
I appear very calm out outwardly, and I also and I put in parentheses I put brain shutdown dissociation. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so everybody, I literally had a nurse practitioner who um, who came to our the clinic every week at the day program that I was at and she was like and I told her that I was anxious like I was having severe anxiety right then because it was one of the times when it didn't go away once I faced it or once I just did the thing and she was like really you you look like you're calm and I'm like yeah well I'm not (laughs) um so yeah and then I just put dissociation as its own thing because that's something I do deal with um as well you do too yeah yeah it's it's just like basically not feeling all there. <laughs> it's yeah. just, is is a simple way to describe it. Maybe we'll talk about dissociation in depth more on like another episode or something. Mm-hmm. Um, sweating, uh, cognitive function decrease. Like I can't form proper sentences. I yeah, and then underneath it, that I have stutter or slash word salad, which. I know word salad is used in more um, psychotic patients, but like I just kind of I didn't know really what else to to call it because I start talking very um, like I sound like I have a stutter. I say 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 the things like I, the the is and like it's almost like I'm like a robot glitching <laughs> is what I sound like. Um, it can be set off by very innocuous things, which is what one of the um, common symptoms you said, where it's like the stress is out of proportion to the stressor. So, like, really innocuous things can set it off. It can be a phone call, and I'm, like, I, so scared. I literally, that's the first thing I have listed underneath. That is phone calls, voicemails. I have eight unread voicemails or unlistened to voicemails in my phone right now since, like, last or last august not maps notes um texts i will ignore texts because it's like if i don't read it i don't have to reply (laughs) mail like physical mail um and it could also be bigger things like i guess for somebody with an eating disorder food or disappointing somebody like the fear of disappointing somebody or being very overwhelmed by a situation like for me a situation with a lot of noise um if i'm not expecting it is gets gets me it's like it's almost like it's overstimulation i think um and just like but if it's something like if I know I'm going to a concert and I know there's going to be a lot of noise, I'm I can mentally prepare myself for that. Most of the time, <laughs> most of the time. But yeah, I get very easily overwhelmed because it's like I get very it's it's when things happen that I'm not expecting to happen, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and my panic attacks symptoms of my my panic attacks and those are again my personal symptoms as hyperventilation numbness in face and hands <laughs> and i love this one just because it's so silly to me like i bet it looks ridiculous but i call it crab hands where my um my muscles seize up and i have no control over my limbs there goes the kitty 
I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but like, I, I'll have no control over my um, my limbs, and so my my hands like clench up into this like little claw-like thing, when I call it crab hands. Um, but yeah, my eyes twitch. I cry, and everything is very slow. I perceive everything slow. And it's and it's weird because it feels like I'm thinking everything at once and nothing at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's very paradoxical. <laughs> but like, if you wanted to focus in on one thought, you couldn't. Exactly. Because then it's like nothing's there, and you're like, okay, but what about all these other ten million things I was just thinking about like two seconds ago? And it's like, well, they're not there anymore. And then as soon as you stop trying to focus in on something it's like everything comes back yeah (laughs) um and for something that works well for me is the tip skill which tip is an acronym um t stands for temperature that's the one that works best for me is basically it activates your dive response you take a um a bowl of cold water with ice in it but not try not to make it too cold or you might like get like cold burns so be careful (laughs) um but you take a bowl of cold water or an ice pack or you know a bag of ice or something that's just cold and you you basically dive your face into it (laughs) as silly as that sounds you just you plunge your face into the bowl of water you just shove your face into the ice pack um, and you have to do the motion of diving because that's why it's supposed to, it activates your dive response and it slows your heart rate and um, and like regulates your body temperature and that's something that works really well for me the rest of the acronym is I is intense exercise which hard pass yeah that one (laughs) and again that one you have to be very very careful on and like know your body really well to be able to do that one because sometimes um because obviously exercise increases your heart rate so like if you know that it's going to make it worse don't do it (laughs) um p is paired muscle relaxation um which is like you focus on one muscle or muscle group tense it up and then release and do that through the rest of your body um and the other p shoot what is it it's um something i don't know there's a breathing one in there it's like basically just deep breathing is the other one but yeah which what's helpful for me is box breathing so you like you inhale for four counts, you hold it for four counts, you exhale for four counts, you hold it for four counts, and then you repeat. Yeah. I've heard, yeah, I've heard that one. I've heard one also where it's like, inhale for a oh, wait. Inhale for seven, hold for four, exhale for eight, hold for four, inhale for seven, etc. Which I don't have the brain function <laughs> when I'm having a panic attack to right. do that. So that's why the having all the numbers be the same is very can be very helpful for that, you yeah. know. And you can use these before a panic attack as well to try and help like either 
postpone it or to stave it off even like if you feel panicked try and use grounding techniques and regulate that and stuff like and 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 stuff like that i just (laughs) i've realized halfway through saying it that i was like oh my gosh but um so i also wanted to talk about quote-unquote high functioning anxiety which is i feel the both of us yeah (laughs) um because like there's some kinds of anxiety like agoraphobia where it's you know what i mean like Mm-hmm. you physically can't leave your house or something like that but for us or at least for me this is again written for me um you do mostly well in the way of communication and getting through life for the sake of politeness and traditional social conventions and that when you realize it's not normal for every little thing to be agonizingly difficult to go through it's almost too late because people think you can handle social situations like someone without anxiety Oof, is it bag? <laughs> like, I literally, I had to hide at a party, and people were mad at me. They thought I was being rude. Yeah. Yeah, and it's stuff like, it's stuff like that. It's like, why don't you just go talk to them? I can't just go talk to them. I have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and it's as, and this one is, like, for me... I can usually do things I'd normally be uncomfortable doing if a friend or someone close says they're too nervous or anxious to do the thing. <laughs> um, so, like, if someone's, like, if we have to ask a question for somebody or for some things and, like, everybody else in my friend group is, like, I don't want to do it, I'll be, like, I'll do it. Even though normally I would never, I wouldn't go within 50 feet of that person. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I get that, too. Yeah. And it's, I said, every day is a crapshoot. Will I be anxious about my literal best friend hating me? Or will I be able to carry on a conversation with someone I've barely met? (laughs) Who knows? But the amount of alcohol involved definitely plays a part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And for me, sitting and doing nothing for too long leads me to rumination. So I block it out with music or YouTube and Let's Plays or educational things, teaching my things is a constant background dialogue in my head so I don't dwell too long because I will get suicidal if I, like, think about things for too long. If I don't have something just, like, passively playing in my ears, like a Let's Play or music or something like that. Uh, Um, 100% the same. Yeah. And I don't disparage taking a while to think um, because I think it's it can be very helpful to do that. Like, cause I still, I absolutely do so. Um, but it's just that I can't do it for too long because like I said, my brain eventually just ends up in a constant chant of like death, death, death. Um, and little closing statements for me. I said, literally anyone can have anxiety. It's probably the number one most common mental illness. Like even aside from depression, it's just like undiagnosed in a lot of people um because they because there's quite a few people who have developed the resilience like we talked about earlier to handle it um but we have not yet (laughs) yeah it's a ours is a little bit more severe yeah um a certain level of anxiety during life is normal but when it starts to affect your daily life and overall health is when it may be time to talk to a doctor or a therapist um 
most people will probably experience an anxiety attack or panic attack once in their life. It's very common that people think they're having a heart attack because of the tachycardia, which is a fast heart rate, the breathing problems, chest pains, and a common feeling that I'm going to die. Um, yeah, and I said this earlier, it's a common story that people who've experienced a panic attack for the first time in their life actually go to the ER because of the heart attack thing. Mm-hmm. But, yep. And that's... Those were my notes. I tried to get one of my friends to, to weigh in on anxiety because she's got anxiety too but she never replied to me <laughs> she's a fake ass bitch no i, <laughs> <laughs> I love her <laughs> she's been my best friend since like first grade <laughs> um so yeah that's that's anxiety and it can be this very similar for a lot of people it can be totally different for everybody and it can be different day to day too and you just have to learn like how your body and brain um displays and reacts to anxiety and what the oh they're playing catch over there they're uh warming up for a softball game i miss playing game softball Uh, and I just wanted to throw in something real quick. Like, what you call your anxiety attacks, I call my panic attacks. And then I also have anxiety attacks where I just, my body shuts down. It's like, time to sleep. Mm. Like, just the stress is just too much all at once. And my body just goes, this is the only way we know how to defend you from this. Hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because I I also feel like there's a difference between anxiety attacks and panic attacks. What I described, I would say, would be a panic attack for me. I I may have said anxiety attack. I don't remember. Um, But anxiety attacks, to me, I feel like are more of a sudden, oh, my God, why do I feel anxious and, like, I need to leave this place immediately? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of more mine i don't like necessarily shut down completely but it's like i can be at home where i'm generally most comfortable and then all of a sudden i'm like i need to leave i need to get out of my house i need to go somewhere and it's it's because this ain't doing it sis (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's you know and a lot of people will will you know look down on you i guess for having anxiety in in the sense that they think it's just anxiety mm-hmm. and a lot of people will do that with any mental illness it's or any common mental illness it's just this mm-hmm. and be, and be very dismissive and minima, minimizing and invalidating um and that can make you know your rumination even worse because it's like i think that old lady is going to feed the cats and i'm so happy for her oh my god there's this old woman in the park who got um a styrofoam bowl and like went to fill it up in the water fountain and went to go give it to the stray cats (laughs) i am living for this This day so pure (laughs) this is the best day of my life (laughs) um but yeah like i had like my mom my grandma is uh bless her doesn't understand mental illness she just doesn't get it 
and she basically like my mom was on the phone with her once and she basically told my mom that she needed to uh buck up and get over it and that it was time to stop using anxiety like as an excuse or whatever and my mom was like she's she was kind of petty about it she was like i know i'm being petty but i haven't called her in like two months (laughs) and i was like honestly me like you don't need that toxicity in your life (laughs) yeah but that was kind of i feel like how a lot of people um see it but yeah because i definitely have had neurotypical people be like well it's not that bad it's just anxiety like why don't you just do this why don't you just stop worrying so much why don't you just stop having a fucking broken arm yeah (laughs) exactly we both got super uncomfortable because this girl walked literally right next to us (laughs) (laughs) and like looked at us and was high key judging us and I was like so yeah (laughs) i tried to carry on normally but i just i couldn't do it and that's the anxiety my dude i like we're literally in the middle of a park with a laptop and a microphone recording this and i'm like after the rain went away people started coming back and there's like i'm just like everybody's looking at us they're staring and judging and like realistically nobody gives a fuck they're gonna like look over and be like what the fuck are those two doing and then ultimately not care but what i do want to know is that dude who was ripping apart those mountain dew cans at program that one day (laughs) (laughs) i want to know what he was doing like he's got some dark magic secret or some shit that he's not sharing with the rest (laughs) of us Seriously. So, on that note. On that note. <laughs> next week, uh, or not next week, but next podcast, I think we're going to talk about how our mental illnesses have gotten us into trouble <laughs> in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we're also going to be talking about EXID's Japanese album, Trouble. Trouble. So, you know, it's a theme. <laughs> All uh, right. We try to be somewhat professional and then completely fall off the wagon as soon as this shit starts, so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, feel if you want to hear more from us, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Sunny and Fay, and on Instagram at Sunny and Ellie Fay. You can also follow me at Sunny Stoll on Twitter, and moi at Ellie underscore Fay, yellow Y underscore F A E. Or feel free not to if you hate us, because honestly, we same. understand. <laughs> Until next time. Sarangyo. Sarangyo. <laughs> <laughs>